0: Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Foy and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode check, of This Life.
3: Check, check, check. One, two. We're back.
0: Aren't you going to do any From weird... Hong
3: Kong? Okay. Well, I want to hear about Hong Kong.
0: Oh, we'll tell you all about it. Right? No weird beginning. No.
3: Ladies <laughs> <Okay>. and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, gather around the computer- Okay. <laughs> it's an yeah. old time radio hour. You're
0: not offended. I call the weird beginning.
3: <laughs> I just um, really want to know about Hong Kong.
0: In just a minute, we'll be welcoming Owen Elliot Kugel. She's, uh, of course, Mama Cass's daughter. She's a friend of uh, yours and mine. And uh, she was on S- uh, Susan, the uh, First Lady of Love's podcast, where she had a reading and Mama Cass came through in a very vivid and wild way. What's that, Susan? Calling Out with Susan. Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, of course, is that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and uh but before we do introduce her i want to remind people that uh this life is courtesy of Bergamot mega plus and aloe recovery aloe com. that's the place
3: i found it out in malibu you yeah. got to go where the people want to go
0: take step back from the mic a little bit okay. there you go you need to put headphones on dude okay. yeah cuz <laughs> so, i mean oh there's there's, there's there
3: okay so there we go yes Aloe recovery. recovery Centers used to be called Acadia when we started it about three years ago it's basically the Briar unit which is you know, used to, we used to work where just highly skilled professionals people that I hired that I kind of indoctrinated into a way of thinking about addiction the way that you taught me yeah. which is you know don't listen so much what they're saying it's behind what they're saying yeah. right and yeah. the idea that there's in other
0: words, your patients are lying to you. It's yes, okay. all the time. It's and okay. it's okay to lie. It's okay. It's part it's of okay. their condition. It's all right. And your job is to figure out and feel your way through what's really yeah, going on for them. very
3: intuitive. Yeah. And, and so it's a great place. I'm out there on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday I do groups at all the levels of care. Good. And it's fun. And and the idea was to bring real treatment to Malibu. And then what happened was we just killed it. Because oh, anything good. that's real treatment.
0: Guess what? It works. <laughs> Guess
3: what? Shocking. And by builds the way, Builds Community, Builds Aftercare, yeah. Builds uh, How about this? 70% of the referrals come from former clients. Perfect. Not
0: only that, as usual, it's the lowest priced thing, you know, it's like, cause Yeah. The, cause affordable. The, yeah, cuz the people are just trying to make money are out there charging a fortune and not really it's not about real but that
3: started happening when we started it it all started going to insurance at first the big ones were saying oh you need to pay us thirty six thousand dollars and we're going to run your insurance and we were saying no you don't need to pay us nothing just bring your insurance card and then the playing field got equaled out by obamacare now everybody takes insurance all right fair enough
0: all right let's welcome our guest owen elliott kugel owen welcome as always Thank you. Hi. Goodness. Hey, hey. Now, this, the, one of the reasons we invited you in here, aside from the fact that you had a very vivid experience at calling out with Susan Pinsky, was that you, not only a friend of mine, but it turns out you have a connection with Bob.
3: Well, my mother, Nancy, who is still alive, but she's not doing well we got right a lot now. to talk about there. Yeah, so. we're going to talk about that later. But she lived with your mom in that Stanley <sighs> Hills Road or whatever the Laurel Canyon house was in probably hey, 67.
0: Again, people that didn't quite hear my little intro, her mom is Mama Cass. Yeah. From uh, Mamas and the Papas. And your mom, what your was Your mom
3: the, just basically opened her doors to any anybody who needed a place pretty to much, live. Pretty much. Right? <laughs> well, my mom was one of them. She, I was born when she was 15. She ran away from home. She ran to Hollywood. Mm. I lived with my grandparents, who I thought were my parents. And once in a while... Jack I Nicholson would, syndrome. Yeah, same thing. Uh-huh. Well, what's yeah. that? What's that? The Jack Nicholson, Nicholson had the same thing. John Lennon had the same thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. you didn't know that? I thought we talked about that. Not quite so vividly. I did not know that. (laughs) Not that I have anything (laughs) in common with those two people. But but my mom talked so fondly about your mom and how Mm. she looked out for her. How did they meet? Probably just on Sunset Street.
0: <laughs> so your mom was r- ran away to the... Yeah, Hollywood. she was
3: 16 or 17 probably at this point. And that's where my mom met Manson. We were talking uh, um, Oh yeah, with Deborah Tate a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And my mom met Manson at that era, at that time, was friends with Terry Melcher and mm-hmm. said, this guy is evil. And everyone else was infatuated with him, I guess, or infatuated with the girls that were following him. So what did I do? I raised my kid in Laurel Canyon too. Were you raised in Laurel Canyon? You go to Wonderland?
4: I was. I didn't go to Wonderland. I was raised in Laurel Canyon until I was seven. Okay. Uh, when she died, and then I and then I was raised in Nichols Canyon. So it really wasn't that no, just far. Just one
3: canyon over. That's right. Hold on. Where that, did you the, go the to school? Hang, to hang, the Michael hang
4: Jackson school? Hang your
0: mom's. On. Co- your mom's coming through again. <laughs> Some weird music coming up. Of, of, of a, of a... Get
3: that clock out of
0: here. No, it, it keeps
3: time. Uh, <laughs> And makes right. apparently quite a bit so, of noise N- Canyon. at three o'clock. Right? <laughs> Did you go to the Michael Jackson Elementary School down the hill from Nichols? I didn't. I actually went to Oakwood.
4: Where is that? Uh, it's a private school in the valley.
3: Oh my goodness! Was that good for you? Because I get worried about private schools. I think that's where all the cocaine is.
4: You know, I, I mean, <laughs> actually, to tell you the truth, i I went to um, I went to mostly. Uh, jewish preschool and elementary school and then around the time that my mom died um she was about to put me into oakwood my mom died over a summertime how How old were you you? i was seven Mm. um so i was supposed to go to second grade at oakwood but when she died there was no money which is another conversation entirely um to talk with john um, phillips about (laughs) (laughs) exactly
3: um look at drew just look at the look on your face i
0: just don't know these are all details i don't know there's so
3: much much corruption in the music business it's it's disgusting well she
4: didn't write anything so there was nothing for her for for anyone to steal from her except for her own um flagrant spending habits would (laughs) would be my was she a spender yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) Um, spender loved, and nice of who you know? a spender and hauser of strangers who doesn't you
3: know a spender and houser of strangers sounds very codependent
4: incredibly uh, yeah totally anyway uh, when so anyway I didn't go to, to private school then um, I, I spent a couple of years in public school and then when things changed financially for my aunt and uncle who came to raise me yeah. um, I then went into private school and that was fifth grade Oh really? So from fifth grade on,
3: do you think do you think private school is better for kids? Because I have a five year old, six year old, and I'm trying to figure it, it depends out. Depends where the school he went is to the, the most elite the private preschool, and you just feel like all the ranger rows roller pulling up, and just the bubble that they live in. You want them to live in more well balanced. It's, but why especially is there this LA, big divide between the the what is being called by Trump the elitist world? And the real world, the middle class world, working class because world. Because there I think is no middle class at, anymore, right? I think I mean, it begins in education. If you're going, if all the elite kids are going to this special school, right. and all the working cl- Listen, I went to Catholic school, everybody well, was poor people, I'm, rich I people. C- I would consider
4: myself to be working class because I, I have to be honest, I can't afford the tuition where my son goes to school, and yeah. I'm fortunate enough to he's been going to a Jewish school, which allows for a lot more um, funding, and, and they've been very kind to us and made it affordable for us um, to continue to educate him there, mm-hmm. um, but without that, I mean, you know, t- private school tuition for elementary school, what is it? You know, forty thousand yeah. dollars a year.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> between thirty it, and forty. It is, 000. it is a, a insane how bad our education system is in, 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 in this part of the country. Anyway. So don't
4: you think in that's Los where Angeles? It yeah. <laughs> God, if it's if
3: we don't, I went to Catholic school in Inglewood. My family is pretty all right. Catholic school is
4: subsidized by the Catholic Church, by the way,
3: but. Yeah, but there was working kids, kids from that's lots. that's why. They, we all played basketball together. We yeah. all knew each other. Mm-hmm. We all went to each other's house and played. We rode bikes together. It didn't matter. Did people like coming to our house because we had a pool? Yes, but that was, there was a way of teaching that we all have value. And when you just take everyone and just have them in the special school and the special world it separates so for then, life those generation of, of But, but kids. now
0: the problem is we have all these kids that are especially raised and highly tuned machines that can't get a job either, which is another sort of layer to this. Right. But by the way, where the F did you grow up? Did you grow up in Inglewood? Did you grow up in the Middle in the I grew up, up everywhere in Palm
4: Springs, Inglewood, in Culver last night. City. Palm
3: Springs, Inglewood, and Culver City. I can't keep track of it. Well, but, my dad was going down economically. So okay. okay. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and by the way, let, let me give a little plug for uh, Owens. Uh, it's a podcast, right? Is that a... Is that a- it's
4: a... Po- no, it's actually a radio show. Radio there's, show. It's actually gotten real radio stations this summer. The uh, Ripped Radio Network Monday night is now going to go to a couple of real markets. Okay. One of them being Chicago okay. on a soul station. I have no idea how we're going to fit in, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a new fun thing.
0: And it's called the Rob Saul Show. Is it's that right? the
4: Rob Saul Show.
0: It's with uh, Owen Elliott and Doug Nelson. And it's Rob every, Saul, uh, as And were. Rob Saul, I imagine. Uh, every Monday, it's available at 10 p.m., 7 Pacific. You can also and get you can get it at listen.robsaul.com, also available on iTunes. And uh, tell me about this PBS pledge drive.
4: Well, it's the fifth. This is going to make everyone in this room feel as old as it makes me feel, which is it's the 50th anniversary of the Mamas and Papas um, California, Crazy. and California. I can get Monday, with that. Monday, Monday, <laughs> and all Crazy. of that. And it's a it's kind of a big deal 50 years you know and uh, pbs is doing a, a pledge drive and a program that um they're going to start at the end of august and there's some dvds that are going to be given away in that one of them is a, a documentary about the group and another one is the collection of their ed sullivan performances which oh, cool. are really cool and the third one which is a little close to my heart is um her my mom's two television specials that she made oh my mm-hmm. god um One from 1968, and one from 1973. The 73 one has not been seen since 1973, since it aired on CBS in
3: 1973. The 68 one had a bunch of fantastic guests. Who who was on it? Just like I've seen it before. (sighs) It's amazing. Joni Mitchell. Yeah, that's that's
4: just one, and it's probably one of her first not first appearances, if not the first. Television appearance that she made. Um, uh, there's a duet of my mom, Joni, and Mary Travers singing uh, "I Shall Be Released," which is ridiculous. The most beautiful harmony ever. Oh. Um, but yeah, so those those two specials will be, will be on the PBS drive. So
0: if we opened this with you saying there's so much corruption in the music industry. What are you, what are you talking about?
3: Well, just the basic <laughs> rules of the music business are this. She, Cass Elliot was a singer she didn't write songs right. her, her voice and her image is embedded in people's minds yes. you don't get compensated for that no Right. It's called mechanical royalties, twenty five percent. I'll give you an example. I was you in do if
4: it's intellectual property. If you know how to actually work your intellectual property rights and, and uh branding and all well, well, that, so that's all. right. Let's money. talk three
3: quarter rate. So I Oh let's let's <laughs> let's talk <laughs> let's that. do that. So in nineteen thirty something the record business wasn't doing so good, Drew. So they just decided they were just only gonna pay three quarters of the money that they was owed the artist. Three and then quarters. they just kept it forever and it's a, a quarter order reserve rape. as it were
4: <laughs>
0: and 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 you
4: never see it i mean reserve for what you know uh-huh. and they do that to music publishers too like if oh, you're yeah. like if you're a, a songwriter who's uh, well, it used to be like this. People used to make whole records. <laughs> but when uh, you were a songwriter with, a, with putting a song on a record,
3: like Jimmy Webb would, or you, you, and um, anybody, you know, the great and, songwriters and of LA, the
4: record company is going to turn around and go, "We're only going to give you a three quarter. <laughs> we're only going to give you three well, did, quarters did, of what
3: you really should did get." You watch so the, the, be grateful that you have anything.
0: The TV series <laughs> Vinyl. Did you watch that?
3: Mm, I watched some of it. The Vegas thing. You know, it was kind of crazy. Was, was it
0: accurate in terms of it's? That's the fact, right? Some people took over that sort of control. Well, their everything.
3: argument is much like now sports's argument. Is so much, so much? It takes it takes so many failed artists that the, the, the they have to compensate by only paying two dollars to the successful artist. Right. That's BS. That's part of their risk in business. You you can't pull that business argument in any other business. Yeah. You know so so the CD sells for twelve dollars. The artist only gets two. Mm. right and they're paying back what it costs to make it out of the two hmm. look at would you We're, sign up for that it's, well, it's m- not just today, because most you? musicians are stoned and fucked up and insecure they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't get a mirage. difference
4: well they didn't have a choice back then and and, and nowadays there say, is to, a choice you because can you can put yourself, music out yeah i think it's a much better time and, now. and
0: and to be fair i mean someone like your mom would be able to use her image and brand to do all kinds of things right yeah, right. And, and so it's it's sort of not just about the music ownership now. It's in fact, but I would with the argue
3: icons that. of the '60s, I mean, they're Jimi Hendrix's image is owned by, I believe, probably five different entities. Huh. You know what I mean?
4: You know, I've only spent the last twenty something years doing this. <laughs> um, it, I mean, I could probably recite Moses in my sleep, but the, the, the truth is that. Um, the way that the uh, the estates are, are run is is certainly subject to whomever the the heirs and the you know trustees and whomever that may be, and it's not always a, a good an easy negotiation. There there are certainly artists who, um, you know, like we're talking about how people may how people are making money these days. It is about branding. Is about right. commercial usage. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And there's a lot of, correct me if I'm wrong, but back in the good old days when people were making records, the idea that your music was going to be used in any way, shape, or form in a commer- to sell anything commercial was considered really a sellout. Like you would never allow oh, yeah, music to, to be used or, yeah. for I remember the doors, a commercial. That was a big thing for well, the I can, doors when I can, the can,
0: light my fire became a commercial. I can give enterprise. you
3: an example of how the music But was nowadays
4: nobody's not cashing the checks. Right. right. You at know, the, I mean it, it, it's, it's just it's, it's the way, only way you make your money because yeah. there are no sales at there are no all. No sales. Zero. It's done. Streaming, which, you know, the rates are you know one, gets t- one, most of it. one tenth of a penny yeah. per you know I mean it's it's ridiculous
3: it's mostly to play live but I'll tell you the, yeah. the example so in all my seven albums I made with Thelonious Monster mm-hmm. all of what I earned from that was not equal to Sammy Hagar Weekend the song I wrote the Chili Peppers singing it in a movie uh huh mm. I got That's more right. money off of that than all of License. that music Right, yeah. the licensing. It's all about the licensing, and so that's why people want to be in movies and blah blah and all that. Crazy! Kind of thing. It's, so it's so queer. It's so different. It's and so different. And you never now. know what's going on. If you're stoned and like you know all the musicians I know, yeah. <laughs> like we were uh, two generations yeah. after your mom. Yeah. We're just so out of it. Nobody it just anytime somebody would give you money, you'd go awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: yeah. and, and you have no idea you actually
3: had to pay it back.
4: <laughs> Oh, so, I have to give this back.
0: So, speaking of mamas, you've had a big transition with mama. Want to yeah, talk about that?
3: Yeah, she just had a stroke, a massive stroke. And this is, two is your not your sister
0: mom. This is your actual mom. No, this is my sister. Your mom. Your sister mom, sister mom. Gee,
3: how hard is it to keep track? I, of
0: I, I, I need to a <laughs> diagram every freaking time. So, so it's your sister so mom. So I was mom.
3: raised believing the woman Nancy, who lived with your mom, was your sister. my sister. Yeah. And so I would sometimes go to Hollywood, and we would go eat with her. My mom, who raised me, who I thought was my mom, my Who's mom your and grandma. my sister. Who was your grandmother? was my grandmother, yeah. but I didn't know that. Yeah, right, right, right. So my mom, and we would go visit my sister like in West Hollywood and go eat somewhere. And it was always like, I wanted to be around her. Oh, interesting. I didn't know it was my mother. Isn't that but weird? But she was living there. In a, was, there was a connection. How huh? so weird? But she was also living that free spirit of what I inherited through her, that kind of... So you were attracted to that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that thing. She was, you know, that whole... There's was mm. a certain neurotic energy about her, right? <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah no, I know. It. I get it. It's a combination of alcoholism and codependency yeah. and batshit crazy. Art,
4: art, art, <laughs> Which it- is magical, by the way. It's it's quite the cocktail. Let's call it
0: artistry. <laughs> Artist.
4: There you go. So, Oh, my God. So
3: so I just remember that and and I was always drawn to Hollywood when I was 16 I would just I, I was going to high school in Huntington Beach I would just after school just drive up and get off on Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard at the Hollywood Freeway and just drive down to the ocean and then drive back mm-hmm. looking for her to, or were... no just to be a part of this thing oh yeah right and I
0: know a lot of people just go to Sunset trip and just walk around right yeah
3: but I wanted to... I, wanted I would to, drive
4: around there too, but I would be too afraid to get out. <laughs> I would just. I would do the same thing. I would drive out to the beach. I would check it out. It's great. I'd come back. I mean, you yeah. know. Uh. But, you know, it's just to be in it. Yeah. And right?
3: it, what it is, is is now it, full of life. Are you talking about her That's now? It, are you no, back I'm not to that talking the about scene, her. I'm talking the about that energy of full of life. That you're scene. looking for something. Seekers are looking for something. Addicts are looking for something. And when it's evocative and when it's exciting and when everybody else is paying attention to it from the outside, you want to get inside it. It's just your
0: reward system going, go, go this way. You're yeah. <laughs> full of life. You're full of shit. <laughs> it's full of life. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. But it's just your reward system going- But you can't fix your that's reward what, system. I understand, that's what but you're born but with. But your brain goes, it's because it's life. It's because it's so fulfilling. <laughs> your reward system going, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. but Philosophically, that's so pejorative
3: it's towards people that have it. Look, I'm, just half being, of I'm our, being facetious half, to being oh, facetious. he's just not creative. Half he's <laughs> jealous. Half of our society have that, I believe. It's 20%, maybe. It's getting bigger.
0: Uh, it's different. That's a different- peace
3: i think but i know what you mean but you that mean. i think america was based on that oh 100 right yes. so where did all the seekers the come and all that to stuff? come yeah. over here to a freezing tundra with yeah you know the free religion right
4: i was just thinking about the fact that your mom lived with my mom i think that's so cool and she where was that where was that
3: on stanley, stanley hillside Hill. that's where Yeah. She, where?
4: Owned, she owned that before woodrow wilson where Woodrow yeah. Wilson. She lived on Woodrow Wilson Drive.
0: Uh, oh, where was the Stanley? Where
3: When you go up Laurel Canyon. Uh, Laurel Canyon, okay. Yeah. So when you go up, look out Mountain Drive. All
0: right. For people I, around the country, this is sort of a famous hippie area. More <laughs> music. I wrote a song
3: about Laurel Canyon. Yeah, I know. More music came from Stanley those three Hills. square miles. Yeah.
4: Was that the A-frame house? I guess. I know that she lived in an A-frame house before she bought. The house. Yeah,
3: this is in mid 60s, like 67, 66, 67, 68. Yeah. When were you born?
4: I was born in 67, and I don't. Okay. And, I was born in 61. I think she ha- already had the house, but I, I, I can't be sure. I, yeah. I, I, I remember obviously
3: being there. But, but that's I, where everybody lived. All these great musicians, all this great uh-huh. artistry yeah. came out of there. And the reason why is because you could fly right down to Sunset where all the clubs and all the drugs were. <laughs> <and I laughs> Actually,
4: David Crosby put it really well. He said that it was really great because mm. if you were low on gas, you could just make it to the top of the canyon <laughs> and you could just throw it in a neutral and coast all the way but, down but and there, hit the gas station But there the was all,
0: all kinds of little canyons back in there a lot oh, yeah. of stuff, but, and, that but was that's the, where, but that's where uh, Manson and those guys flourished yeah. too.
4: I mean, Manson was out in in uh, in uh, out, it's outside Simi Valley, no, but I he was
3: but going he, there he to would, endear himself to Terry Melcher and right. the He boys. He was, the was the hanging boys. out. He, hanging was, out. he had Benedict, a, he had an yeah. agenda. Yeah. He had an agenda from the time he got out <laughs> yeah, of he Marion got, Prison. He, you know the interesting thing about marion prison there's been parolees marion is this horrible prison that the in the belly of the beast is written about by yeah. jack henry abbott yeah so the people that have paroled out of there are gary gilmore Oof. charles manson my God. and jack henry abbott who ended up killing the guy in new york city remember that no. norman Mailer petitioned to get him out because he wrote this great book about being in prison so that's, that's horrible that's the indoctrination to the psycho path, yeah. right? And he comes out and he knows music is the way to girls and music is the way to get into this town.
0: Oh, interesting. Right? So psychopaths were directed were really... He
3: knew what he was doing. Oh my God.
0: All right, speaking of an agenda, I have an agenda right now. I have to take a break. Uh, before I take a break, I want to remind people that uh, one of the proud sponsors here we have is Bergamot Mega Plus. It's a nutritional supplement that I am uh, persuaded is an excellent uh, excellent possibility, an uh, excellent alternative for people that are Intolerant of statins. It's a extremely rich in polyphenols. Italian government's been very involved in the research on this, and uh, I've spoken to their researchers. And it was interesting when I asked them, you know, why why isn't this research getting out? And they said, you know, there's so much noise out there, it's hard to get through. Uh, but they they check it out yourself if you don't believe me. Check out the website Bergamet Mega Plus Natural Statin. Uh, also, we also call that an HMG CoA Reductase inhibitor. It uh, may lower triglycerides, rage HDL. And for you, in a nutshell, it uh, addresses condition that is faced by millions of people worldwide, which is the metabolic syndrome, which is marked by abdominal fat, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, high triglycerides, high blood pressure. I don't know about you guys, but I got that. And uh, it's it's a very common problem, and it's something people need to attend to. Uh, typically, there are pharmaceutical treatments for this, but uh, Bergamot Mega Plus is a nutritional all-natural alternative. Cardiologists and physicians all over the world have been recommending it. Its effectiveness is the subject, as I said, of many scientific publications. To learn more, go to bergamet excuse me, bergamet, b R G A M E T dot com, bergamet.com, or go to thislifepodcast.com or and click on the bergamet banner at the website. We're taking a little break, be right back.
3: And we're back.
0: We are back. So uh, you've been avoidant of the <clears throat> the mama topic here a little bit.
3: Yeah she had a stroke. I don't know what to think, but I called called you, you were in Hong Kong the idea is they don't tell you what's going on, well, and you don't know the right questions to ask. But, like, you're but for Bob, like seven days, we're like, Oh, she's going to get how better. About, where is she? She's in Oklahoma.
0: So, Bob, it, it's hard for doctors to answer those questions because it's hard to speak the language of what the injury is. People don't understand. You won't get it if we start telling you, Well, here are the areas of the brain affected, and what that means long term, and how that's going to evolve. It's really hard for people to get their head around that. Unless you've seen it and seen it and seen it and seen it, and then you go, "Okay, I know what that is." That's you know, that's that. That's not going to go away. Well. But
3: when they started telling us to find a nursing home, we kind of knew. Oh, this is not good. Right. That's how we got the hint. Like, oh, she's not going to get better here. She's not going to just pull out of it and recognize us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and. They do the scale, and that's why I texted you the well, scale seventeen scale. It's not like a mini mental status, scale
0: mini mental status I that you're talking about, so what's your level of cognition? you know what can she, she didn't do? know where she was, right. what
3: year right. it is, who her daughter was, she right. didn't know anything sounds like lower than a
0: seventeen but but anyway, I, I don't know there's it sounds lots of lower than a seventeen there's lots of different scales out there. I'm not sure what what scale she gets
3: violent for. anytime somebody approaches her. stuff she doesn't know what's going on but some of
0: that may be you know, they sometime. sedated her. Right. Sometimes there's some brain swelling after a big stroke, and sometimes that's
3: that. And some
0: it, it can you you start asking questions that are of a philosophical nature that are almost impossible to address. real.
3: Just simple. Is she going to recognize us? That's and it. Probably intermittently.
0: Okay. But not the way you.
3: <laughs> not the, the way look. you're used. No, I'm to. sorry, you have to and, listen to. And, this. and Bob, not no, she, okay. she Look at the look on her and, face. And Bob, not like. the way
0: you're used to people recognizing you, it'll be. It's not a normal brain anymore. It's not her it's an injured brain and people you know it's 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 broken there's parts of it that just don't work And it i i, I used to encourage people to think of it like swiss cheese there's areas where it's just as a big hole it's just not happening like if she had a she had, it sounds like she might have a left-sided hemiplegia which is a, a right-sided stroke so it's you know it's not affecting her speech but it's going to affect her even awareness of the left side of everything it's this weird thing called anisognosia wait anisognosia yeah where you you don't see the left side of anything, even clocks and stuff. You just ignore it. And you're cool. not aware you don't see it.
3: It must be terrifying. No, they're not aware of it. They don't so care. there's no reason to be yeah. terrified. Yeah, that's the end Sounds result. Sounds terrifying. My sister just called me on a There's a lot of difference. But the end result was, day before yesterday, I just said, it's better that she not come out of it because now she's going to be in a nursing home. Now mm. she has, gets paralyzed, can't walk, yeah. can't... like. Is it, isn't it better that she just... Because she wanted a cigarette, yeah. my my sister's so against cigarettes. I was like, <laughs> Have at g- it. give her a cigarette." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yes, that's,
0: like, you, you got to get a little philosophical at this point. I mean, what what's the what what is the goal?
3: Would you give her a cigarette?
4: <clears throat> Probably. Yeah. If I had one to give her, and, and she, I was you know right there and was you know confident she wasn't going to burn herself, <laughs> yeah, right, or anything right. else <laughs> down. Those but, are important you know, considerations. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it it does become. Philosophical. I have a lot of friends who have gone through similar type situations with their parents. With parents. Yeah. So
3: here's the thing: you had a sudden. That's, a, dramatic, bob wanted, that's a bob That's a I to talk. That's about. A, yeah. that's the thing. My mom has made no plans. She doesn't yeah. plan on dying or being sick. It's or... not going
4: to be her problem.
3: <laughs> that's, no. that's the thing. It's really not. <laughs> Maybe that's the bottom really line of all said. this. It really, Drew's it really does Didn't make any plans. Nate's dad has made no plans. They don't. I plan. have a friend,
4: and and I won't mention her by name just because I haven't checked with her to do this. But it's somebody we all know in common who recently lost a parent. Mm. And um, this friend of mine uh, has a very good sense of humor. And a couple of weeks after her. Uh, parent had passed away uh she called me on her way to work and she said well i guess it's take your mom to work day and i went what do you mean? She goes, "Well, I just picked up my mom's ashes, so I guess we're going to work." And I went, "You know, that's the healthiest." Yes, right. That is like the healthiest way of, no, no, of health. like processing and going through said, it. I mean, God love her. Death know. is a part of life, when you
0: but do why do yes, talk is.
3: about it? We just don't talk about
0: because it. Because it's unpleasant. But it, to to hide it away somewhere is a gigantic mistake. Susan just lost her dad. I mean, it I just know. happened. And she's got it
3: you did I'm not sure. hide I'm it away.
1: Tuesday, so. You I'm did not take him hide work.
0: it away. She's taking him to work
4: next well, week. Well,
1: actually, I'm going to put him in the safe because he wants to be buried in Cleveland, and I can't Cleveland. get to Cleveland anytime. This is where his
3: dad is.
4: It's be been pretty busy in Cleveland.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you should have brought it to the to the convention. That would have been awesome. He would have loved it. Oh, my God.
0: He's <laughs> a big Trump fan. Yeah, I could have sprinkled some dust towards Trump. It would have been the. For him to have known that would have oh, been the best thing God. ever happened to
3: him. Was, sprinkled. <laughs> sprinkled. Ashes over Trump. Yeah. Oh, would be awesome. Dennis
0: would have been. This is like his. Oh. And
1: I actually <laughs> made fun of it with the real estate agent. He, usually, after you sell a house, like the agent, the agent likes to give you a gift. He goes, "I want to give you." I said, "Listen, you'll finally get to meet my dad. <laughs> I'm going nice. to have him in the car." So <laughs> nice, <laughs> awesome. It's just the way but, it but is. But
0: he, but he didn't really plan either, and he left Susan holding a, you know, a, a, No, a,
1: we planned. Actually, we got him to plan at age 90. Sh- so she mm-hmm.
0: coerced him into at least setting up a. Living will, living trust. But well, I'm, I'm that, talking even about even we that. don't
3: we don't even have a thing that we could pull the plug. Mm. We don't even have nothing written for down. your mom. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: That's bad. It's called it's called a, a living will or, a, or you know directive to physician. People these don't are, want to think about that. So. I, I know. Well, they, we've done a pretty good job these days of, of attaching that material. <laughs> I had
3: one since the late '80s when I thought I might <laughs> die any day. Same here. We, <laughs> Listen, we're we're gonna we're going <laughs> maybe drug addicts are just so close to death. We're kind of thinking we're about on it. it. <laughs>
0: I think no. drug addicts are, are attached to death in an interesting way. They really aren't bothered that much by it. They, they sort of, right? They sort of turned it's on by it. It's not real. You know real what? I'm dead into
4: it. The truth is that I've, I've had it be part of my existence for so long oh, yeah. that
3: just whatever
4: yeah exactly it just becomes kind of part of who you are in Mm -hmm. a
3: kind of sick way but it's really the truth my dad talked about death my grandpa dad who raised me he said he remembered as a kid when somebody died they just put him on the dining room table
0: Yes, that was in. That the
3: was fucking. N-
0: no, he must like, have been in the east. Was it in the yeah, east? Yeah, in Minnesota. yeah, that's, Minnesota. They'd, yeah, they'd put it. They'd put they'd my just mother put talked the about the dead people. in the... No, the they put up two. Room. They put up two planks and put them up on the. I'm put a Jew. We, we put you on
4: the ground within a day. We're done with you.
0: Yeah, we don't with those Please. those planks. We turn into a pine box and we throw them away. Put them <laughs> well, in the ground. What? So so. Provided so, there's no tattoos. So at seven, <laughs> then so,
3: God forbid.
4: Yeah, God forbid. My mother had a tattoo.
3: That she? She did butterfly.
4: She did on her butt.
0: Oh my! God. <laughs> could they cut it out or anything? Was there anything to be done? No,
4: but I have a great. There's a great photograph of it. Um, she did the, uh, she did a nude <sighs> insert on the um on Cheetah Magazine. It was a very short-lived rock and mag- roll. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Cheetah Magazine, uh, naked in the daisies. You know, rear end up with the tattoo, tattoo. and all its glory right there. Yeah, she was like
0: empowerment. Yeah. Well, that they should resurrect that because that's a big movement now. I mean, she could really be a. a you know sure she could continue to have a an influence because that's always what she's been right
4: that's what that's what i think that's what i'm that's what Is i'm it, trying no? i'm trying to do that see it's
3: hard for me i don't know how the public perceives your mom but i know how i heard about your mom's kindness my whole life you know what i mean and i don't know how, how do people approach you? What do they talk about? Do they know how kind she was and how well, helpful she was to say so is many people?
4: You, your mother was not the only person no. to live in my mother's house over, sure. over the years. Quite a, quite how a, many, many, quite how a many few. How many men. dozens? Quite, quite a few. And um, uh, some of them uh, were, you know, uh, provided more than one service uh for instance my nanny at one point was also bringing supplies in if you know what i mean well i'm wondering so,
3: if my mom didn't maybe take care of me yeah. a little bit
0: <laughs> well that would, maybe that's why she hung around her
3: you know yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my mom together. was not into drugs then
0: oh then
3: she was dating steven stills oh god well that's almost as good <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, that wasn't yeah. nice. Stills. No, well, yeah. that that would explain it because you know he was a really good friend of hers, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, CSN was allegedly born in my mother's swimming pool. CSN, mm-hmm. Crosby,
3: Still's and Nash. Oh. Crosby, Still's and Nash. Um, See if you say psychedelic, first, he knows what you're talking about.
0: No, no, no. I know. Cros- <laughs> no, no. I know the '70s bands too, but but in the '60s band. But I just like, I don't know all the lingo. Yeah, uh, no, Crosby's still Drew in the- is
3: stuck in the '80s. You know that he loves no, '80s music.
0: I,
4: I, no, I was
3: a into the psychedelic furs, you
0: know, a little bit. I mean, we had, we it's strange you would say that. We were at a we were at a event last night. I'm not. I didn't don't think of myself that way. But we were at a at a place where there was a cover band that did just '80s songs, and they just one after the other. And I thought, God, this was very. Upbeat music. It really part, was happy yeah, music. Yeah, it was happy music, and I thought the fact that people were responding to this again, I think, is a good thing. Yeah, I think I think it's happy music, and let's let's get that going again. It's fine with me. I'm, not that I'm stuck. No, not, just, I'm not no, no. I
4: just stuck, I think but music but is you, very generational. Yeah, you know yeah, what I for, mean? Sure, and, for sure. And and what is your shtick is usually what your generation was was into. So you're right. You know. That's 100.
3: Mine was Led Zeppelin, Foghat, Aerosmith. All those my generation. Although, <laughs> Is intense. that your generation too?
0: Although to be fair, I, I think the younger generation now they, they don't have rock and roll doesn't really exist to them. So to them it's all sort of music history and they don't they get they get like they pick what they like. You they, know what I mean? They
4: do, but but there's also so much of, of the older music that's reused in the con- in the yes. context of, you know, sure being the right hook guys. line on yeah. a famous rap song. But, but maybe or, they but maybe that's why they attach has, to it.
3: How many times has moms and pops been using a hip hop song? a lot a
4: couple of times yeah Yeah, no definitely uh, what's Uh, his
3: name tupac used it. yeah he
4: did i think
3: he might did you know that (laughs) tupac sampled mamas and papas
0: tupac stories you know he he was found by shock g of uh of underground digital underground yeah and also known as humpty hump i've got his glasses downstairs with the nose humpty's nose and glasses downstairs in a case yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you. No, he's a genius. The well, he well, just proved the point al- of the whole nineties thing. <laughs> <laughs> right terrible there, alcoholic. Just... Terrible alcoholic. You know, terrible. But oh, the guy really? if you ever met him, he's wow. a very interesting guy. Wow. Uh, and he says he found Tupac. He, and I think he, that's true. And he's not he's not he's not prone to hyperbole or anything. And um it's just interesting to me that this all kind of they're all kind
3: of Well, Tupac's mother was in the Black Panthers. There's a interesting. This, things that came after were, <laughs> were each generation keeps Affecting the next generation Oh yeah And never more directly than Anthony Kiedis's dad Was our coke dealer in Hollywood Our, <laughs> our
0: meaning Meaning the Iran
3: Everybody oh, the <laughs> okay.
4: He said our But I was, un- <laughs> I was unclear Who he was referring to <laughs> Did you mean I have them? nothing to do with it no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even born yet But, but let me also, let, But let, there's a generational thing Of one generation Profoundly affecting the next
0: There's a ton of Material here to to mine You know We started by talking about You know This generation That you're contending with Right now Meaning your moms Mm -hmm. That has not planned For their aging And demise Both surprises to them That they got old Shocked and B, that they would ever die. And so they're not really planning, they're not really understanding, they're not really paying attention to it, and it, it burdens the generation behind it. So it's like, like Susan and I, we got our will together when we were like 34, and like we're, we gotta redo it and get it updated and make sure it's, because you know, we're learning some of the details now, going through it with our parents. It's like, we don't wanna do that to our kids. you know. But I think it's the, as
3: simple as somebody saying to you. I remember making my will and saying, I don't want any extreme things or whatever. Yeah. And it was because my manager in music said, "You know, you can't. You got to have a, the way you're living. You need to but, have but a will Bob, and a plan." But Bob, you and, need uh, a plan so, for your
0: kids. You need to you need to, you need to be, make everything explicit so they're not burdened with anything.
3: No, but I'm saying all you, it you takes is to. somebody somebody suggesting it. They're not being suggested. My mom's friends were not suggesting she like figure Trust out me, what she's going to do.
0: As a physician, you suggest it to every patient all the time. Trust me. Well, we because know, we I'm are obliged. A, we're not allowed to it's go. It's making in me
4: there. nervous because I haven't done one recently. But, but it's, it's hard I to, it, done does, one it does, recently It's either. hard to
0: get to it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's hard to get to I understand that, but to just not have done it and not, and not be willing to when your kids or your right. doctor brings it up, that right. to me is bewildering. And, and by the way, wow. there are things now you put in your refrigerator. There's a there's a, a form that's really quite good that is explicit to the paramedics and everything on what you do hmm. if something goes bad. What's up?
1: Apparently you can just write a letter and sign it and put it somewhere safe. I did, safe that. At, I, just I did in case. that.
4: I that. like twenty years ago I did it my and kids gave it to need my a attorney at like, that point. My kids have yeah. you
1: know, they're college funds or whatever i said you guys need to write a will because what happens you know Mm -hmm. where's it gonna go Mm -hmm. and it has to be planned out
0: yeah you're good great point i mean think about that see see it gets involved involved and our parents and your mom has left you guys not knowing what to do not knowing what her wishes would be and when they're in an altered state it's hard to tell what to do And, and so you have no alternative but to push forward and you have to push forward kind of aggressively you're required by the law
3: it's you sick. have to make decisions you don't want to make. Oh. Here's one. She was in this nursing home for about a month because she broke her shoulder. Yeah. The one that's near my sister's house. And she talked about that place as a death trap. It's a hellhole. I you all know, are. and now Sorry. that's the one my sister and I decided, well, it's close to your house, it's convenient. She maybe if, you can find And I thought if she if she is gonna wake up out of this or realize something, waking up in the hellhole might bring reality
0: back you want to punish her, her? So no. no
3: I want her to wake up to reality oh, she's, not yeah. she it's it's she's not recognizing anybody if she realizes she's in there
0: not going to happen in the way you it, it's not waking up like see this is what drives me crazy like like Bobby Christina Brown who they were like oh she'll oh. be fun no 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 that's dead that's a dead person and all the allowing people to keep these people alive and to keep doing things to them is just ridiculous people well, doctors need to profession also, I know I, we need to be very direct like here is how it's going to go she's and, the, and I've not seen her yet. I don't know the details, yeah. but I can pretty much predict she's going to remain hemiplegic. She's going to remain confused. She's going to get increasingly depressed. She's going to be sort of lethargic and out of it. The depression's not going to be the kind of depression you're used to. It's going to be just sort of an energy. Non-talking.
3: Just sort, of, just sort of,
0: just not not engaged. Becomes uh, yeah. quality of life. Issue. E- but yeah. you, but you, ha- uh, it's all quality, right? I don't want to live like that. Yeah. but you have to push on because she didn't make it explicit. You have to get the feeding tubes when she can't swallow, She's, you have to treat they the they pneumonias. When they do the occur.
3: feeding tube, the deep one, it wouldn't go in because of some uh, something else that went wrong. Okay, so she has only the uh, the one
0: the nasal gastric tube,
3: I guess. Ugh.
0: So they may have to still do a surgery to put the feeding tube in, yeah,
3: the one that goes in, yeah. yeah. So this is this yeah. is not to be depressing, I this is i already been dealing with this for two weeks, but even the prior year, she's been allowing herself to just, you know, the best example I give. So I hear she's eating horrible and she's gained a lot of weight. So I said, Listen, Nancy, I never really called her mom, but I referred to her as mom. <laughs> I said, Listen, Nancy, there's this thing called Amazon that brings food to you. I'm going to pay for it, and it's good, healthy food, and you just put it in your fr- fr- freezer and you can microwave it, and it's good food. And so I ordered it. It was very expensive. And she's doing it for about two months. And my sister calls me. She goes, you know, she's not eating that food. She's telling me how great it is. (laughs) She's just giving it to the neighbors and ordering like double pizzas. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. Sounds like my dad. Yeah. My dad ate Jack in the Box every day, I, I, and we were in the hospital, and we're like you have to limit your salt because it's gonna kill it. Because he was eating it every day, and I didn't know, but I looked at his credit card bill, and it was like every day Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box. <laughs> hey,
0: he lived to ninety three or ninety whatever, and he
1: was a happy guy, right? Yeah, yeah but the it was just I have fun. no
0: argument with that. We got you have to get philosophical with all these things. All right, so how do we get philosophical? Because about, this weird narcissistic what bullshit to about we're, gonna live, we're gonna live forever, we're gonna live forever. Have to sing and the -the jack-in-the-box is the end of the
3: story. (laughs) What is it to be a good son?
0: Yeah.
3: To, I mean, she and I got better at communicating, said no politics, no religion, and that's been working well for years and years, (laughs) right? We don't talk about politics, we don't talk about religion, right? Because she's, we're opposites. So, but, her health that she wasn't taking care of, and then I think I you told do the you, best you can. She was taking Laura tabs like crazy yeah. and then doubling up on prescriptions and accusing the maid of stealing her Laura tabs and wanted you to write a prescription oh, for Jesus them. Christ. Oh, yeah, that's what's been going on in the last six months, eight Fantastic. months. And so, how old is she? She's 70, she's not that old, not
0: that old, and it's a shame. But she lived her life the way she wanted to live it again, getting philosophical. It's I now, would say for
3: 60 years she lived it the way she wanted yeah, to live I, it. I
0: understand. And now she's got some problems that the doctors are, were contributing to, and now that's over. And now you have, now it's, she's a, sort of a not herself, but she's still alive, and there may be some quality in there somewhere. So you, so one thing I would do is look at uh, maybe mom and pop nursing homes or sort of little ones around. Yeah,
3: like that's the, this one that's near my sister's.
0: Uh, how many beds? No, you 40. want to look for, them for like four like beds 10. or Those five are m- beds. Four or five. Beds. Yeah, they have little nursing houses. Home. Yeah, yeah. People do that. They're not nursing homes. They're sort of. Do you know
4: about this stuff? Yeah, they have like you know three or four bedrooms. Yeah, and they know? just
0: they just have people that dedicate their lives to taking care
3: of these. People. i never heard of that yeah yeah it what's cool. it called then
4: they're just they're independent yeah independent I homes, mean, home. they're
3: not paying for optimization on the internet i can tell they call, you that it's
4: elder care yeah. I, don't, I don't know yeah.
3: how uh, yeah you just want to look for those and it's the nurses kind
0: of know about it the vnas knows about it you can ask the visiting nurses or social workers you have to ask questions So it's
3: not called a mom and pop where is a small home yeah, where small, they yes yeah, yeah. small okay. homes
0: for for care and, and usually they're quite good and they're quite they kind of have a quality about them it's sort of a homey thing and uh and she'll just hopefully not move from there you want to set it up so the paramedics don't get her and nobody gets her if something bad happens it just happens uh now you got to find a home that tolerates that a lot of places won't be philosophical they they, Mm -hmm. they're too afraid of the legal liability because if there's any division in the family on how to approach care they absorb that liability this is, we're getting ahead of here, aren't we, Susan? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Susan's getting bored. I, st- no, no, no.
1: Well, I just lived through it, and then you have the estate. Then you, who's going to mm-hmm. deal with the estate? And it, it's just never ending. And you know?
4: my mother's estate was open for seventeen years. I,
0: I'm surprised you're not still. You must still be dealing. With it. She probably didn't have a will. Right? She
4: di- well, that's an interesting question. Such a great to segue right into that. Um, she died, and they they couldn't find a will. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find a will well she was so now,
0: young it's not surprising right
4: now, now they found the
0: will about oh. four years
4: ago <laughs> oh, You're kidding, <laughs> <What>?
0: right <laughs> where was it how weird
4: it was filed under her legal name oh how oh, interesting wow. in in like the back of a
1: i don't know it, it i don't know where it was all i know is it reappeared huh. god <sighs> in heaven are you mad at your mom bob for not taking care of herself
3: yeah the last the last few years she survives Hodgkin's lymphoma gets in great shape comes out here visits is a kind of <sighs> bucket, I remember that she bucket, came she lost to yeah, Los Angeles bucket list yeah. she flew in a jet fighter pilot plane upside down all this stuff and then once she beat that It just was, I said, why don't you come out to California, move back to California. She's like, no, I need to be around her grandkids there. I said, you got grandkids here. She's like, no, I'm going to stay there. And then it is a weird That's the choice he made. Yeah, it's living life the way she wanted to live it. That's okay. It didn't end up the way she wanted to live it. That's the problem. That's
0: denial, and that's a problem, and maybe we need to educate people better about the real consequences. But even then, people will not believe it. They don't really feel mortal, and they don't really believe what's going to happen medically to them. They really don't, and even when they know it, even physicians do this. You know, they just this denial is a powerful, powerful thing. Yeah, and and it's not good. You got to try not to. Well, we also to it. she
3: used to do the thing. I'm only sixty eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, but but you got to stay fit and stay going and t- take walks and go do things and you know yeah. eat right and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. It's, hard, it's a hard, hard me, thing. It's going on to millions of Americans, not just yep, us. Absolutely.
0: Oh, it's it's the thing. Oh, yeah. The elder care is the thing right now for this. Your our generation particularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let me – I have an interesting – we've got tons of good emails here okay. for, uh, at doctor.com. I'll read one too that you guys will like. It's a third-year medical resident. Oh, no, third student. On, oh, third-year student. So that's why they're asking this question. Uh, on internal medicine resident uh, rotation. Question about interacting with patients with a history of addiction. How do you approach a new patient who has a history of drug abuse disorder? That's reluctant to relay information about drug use. Is there? Some, I'm laughing already. Is there something unique you do to make the patient feel comfortable about sharing information and making the interaction feel a safe space? Well, first of all, don't don't handle that patient with kid gloves like you're already doing. Just be very matter of fact. I would say, and I would say, use humor. Like like, like dude, you came in with cocaine in your blood, and you were no drug. Come on, what's going on? Yeah. what's really going on here, right? Isn't you they? know,
3: the doctors that I know, th- nowadays they're just telling addicts right away, like, I don't prescribe to addicts. Well, th- forget that, the that, this, this, that, start, this, w- this That's start a good breaking point to say whether yep. they're there to manipulate you for drugs or they're there for real reasons. And if they're calm... And they're like, no, no, I'm just here for this reason, or I, want, I need a GP yeah. or whatever. Right? Then you'll know. Like, this is a person in recovery. This is a person trying well, well, to. This is a person.
0: Yeah. This is a drug addict who's unwilling to talk about their history, though. And so the question is, how do you get a history out of somebody who's lying and bullshitting? Right? That's the question they're asking. And and you use humor, I think. You just go, come on, what are you talking about? You came What with, do they want? Came, is what I, I want to know. What do they want? Well, interesting. Well, that. So you you would say start with make it clear you don't prescribe opiates you don't prescribe benzos so let's
3: doctors let's. should understand addict mentalities addicts don't like waiting in line they don't like making appointments they don't like me- any kind of <laughs> shit like that that's why they drive with no suspended driver's <laughs> license because you got to go to the that's why narcissism <laughs> is such a heavy ingredient <laughs> right yeah. yeah so so if they're there they're there either because they're sick or because they want drugs right they're, they're well, not there yeah. for ambiguous reasons no that's right and let's assume this <laughs> is they're not there for attention this is they a, can get attention is, elsewhere you
0: know, this is a medical student you got to assume they came in with sick and they're not and, the, and the, so they're not providing their drug history is what this student is asking how do I get the drug accurate history out of this guy who's here with pneumonia or a broken arm or something and and, the, and I, he's a known drug addict here's his history and we see where he's been in here for heroin and blah 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 blah. blah, blah. but he's saying he's not using and I doesn't seem right because we see cocaine in his drug in his drug screen so how do well, I get Well you got
3: to it? say that well you, you, you know, you yeah, know. Yeah. Matter of fact no yeah, kid gloves but, uh, there's, yeah. there's,
0: people are so afraid of triggering righteous indignation from addicts it's weird it's weird to me and even if you do trigger it just go
3: dude I'm your doctor I not care Well it. that gets back Stop. to that comedian's thing about worrying about other people's feelings whether it's addicts or not that Jim Jackson Jeffrey's guy, it's genius. No, Jim's Have a you good, seen it? Well, no. Jim
0: Jim is a very good friend of mine. You it's
3: know. A, it's a genius where he goes, oh, I hurt your feelings. Fuck you. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? America, Get over it. America is so yeah. worried about hurting. We're all other we're all very feelings. concerned about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Trust me, Jim's got his own code of Trust me, <laughs> wow. he, that's but a, you that's understand his comedy. But, but yes, I agree.
3: But that. That is now that doctor's thing. Like, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to rile him. I well, don't want to, yeah, well, if right. he gets riled, that's all. How him. do I get
4: the information I need without actually getting the information <laughs> that I need? But, but,
0: but to me, it's all symptomatic of how we're all precious. Where I'm, my feelings are precious, so I can't trigger righteous indignation. This guy's precious. So that, that's really it. the problem, though. Yes, it, like it with, is the with problem. All of all yes.
4: society, it's like we need to stop. Tiptoeing around, yes, the
0: preciousness is just like, oh, stop it for everybody! Come on, now, let's get let's get going here. Believe me, I was just in China. Guess what? Here's they don't their, give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Get out of my way. I'm busy. That's, that's, right. that, that's their <laughs> note. Get, I'm busy. Stop. Step. Uh, you're yeah. in my way. Yeah. Moving. Yeah, you're precious. Good. Go on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> that's their whole thing. Listen, I was in the there's something called the uh, like the river delta. What I forget the name of the river delta around Hong Kong, and I was watching the uh, sort of tourist channel at the hotel bed. And they go, oh, all these new cities have sprung up around the river delta around Hong Kong, and I looked it up online today, and like well, how many people in those different cities? And they're brand new cities, and they're growing. 120 million people just <laughs> grew, grew up around this river delta. 120 million people who are all living in these gigantic – Gigantic infrastructure these huge, huge condos that are like sixty stories high and an acre across, all saying the same thing: "Get the fuck out of my way, I'm busy." Yeah, That's all yeah. they care about. And so, yeah, listen, everybody, we we need to like just get on with our business. Just get. on. I was just Take trying to figure
4: family. that out. I was just trying to think: Why do are we so precious? We careful about what we say, and I think it's because. We
3: get we have so,
4: there, we have there's so much information out there, right? There's so much information about what we do and how it manifests in every way possible that we're afraid. That, you know, there's just so much well, out you, there. You that You get, just go, you, yeah. You get, reactions. oh my god, I'm gonna do that and that, then this and this is gonna happen. Yeah, and you're right. You know, it's like that, PTSD. Yes. People go, oh god, no. Yes, some well, of it. Right? Yes, yeah, some of it will come back at you.
3: It's mostly focused on child rearing. <gasps> let's oh, face it. Oh, oh yeah. So, what do you mean? <laughs> so please, there's mean? this preciousness about you can't say the wrong thing because <sighs> people will disagree with you. So Elvis was into, is into Pokemon Go. I don't know if you know it. I My told son's him, playing. I told it him too. I'm not into that. Do it in your room. I don't care. My son can't like, do I mean. it in his room. You have to move around. <laughs> yeah.
0: You have together. to. You have, that's the whole point. No. But people are saying that's a good thing. It's getting people out and get people you know, bumping <laughs> into each other, even if they're no. even if they're looking at
3: no. their phones. How I out. see it is, you have helicopter parents driving their kids all over oh. Los Angeles oh. trying oh. to find Pokemon. Oh. 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 Let's see,
4: your son is how old?
3: Five. Six. Okay, mine's fourteen. Six. It's yeah. a totally different story. Oh, he can on his own.
4: He's like going on walks up and down Ventura Boulevard with a girl from school. Go, but see, but with a girl from school though. And it walking, is. you know, I mean, this and it's is not... a social thing because yeah. they have no other social interaction <laughs> yeah. at all. See, it's better than sitting <laughs> you know? online and just doing whatever. <laughs> my son have. goes, Michelle Obama wanted to get us all moving. Look, Pokemon Go got us going. <laughs> he's, here. he's right. I know. He's right. I know. Yeah.
3: Noah Kugel for president. But that. Mm-hmm. But that. But what I'm talking about is this. Preciousness towards towards children. Yes. Right? Well, listen, my start, dad never played Pokemon Go with me or anything. Yeah, but Once a this, month, maybe he would say, Come on, Bobby, let's go shoot some baskets. But we'll go in the backyard. This is and that's so, it. This Once is, a month.
0: Listen, this is sort of a compensation for the fact that that generation, meaning your dad's generation, Treated kids as kind of just above pet. I mean, a lot of them, really, they just kind of took care of themselves. Really we feed them, we put the food down, and we sent them
3: off to school. We watered him, yeah.
0: And, and really, yeah. that was it. And it was sort of a weird post World War II thing, I think, that did that. Yeah. And they sent me all the. I all liked the, it.
3: I had my room. <laughs> I had my thing. Uh, you know. But now the new
0: generation, right? So with with
4: your but son now, I'm telling now. you,
3: these kids have anxiety because of yep. the hovering parents. Through, yep. absolutely, I agree. That, that's for sure. Because they need
0: to be able to fall down. They need to break their neck knows they need to make their mistakes and these, yep. these helicopter parents need to lay the f off they really do
3: and it, i believe it causes anxiety because the kids are going to be 14 16 18 the parents aren't there to tell them what which well, way to turn right, which way to go right. what and that be, that causes anxiety like no one everybody my entire life somebody's been over my left shoulder or over my right shoulder to tell me what to do and now there's nobody there well, as a parent
4: of a child who suffers from anxiety, uh, well, that I, I can be from tell different
0: you, sources. It can be from different sources. Uh, Drew yeah, has but it. I, I but, could, but, <laughs> but it's
4: my generation, really, because my daughter's seventeen. You know, yeah. and I mean, I certainly was assaulted with all kinds of you know parenting advice when when I had her, and you weren't allowed to do this, and you weren't allowed to do that, and don't <sighs> say this to them, and don't right. tell them no, yeah. and don't yeah. you know, don't you know? God forbid you you actually. You might spank them. Don't do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I will say, uh, I had, this was a moment for me. I was putting both my kids in the car. I think my daughter was in fourth grade. My son was a baby. he was preschool or whatever. So every, I'm getting everyone in the car and my daughter will not get in the car. And she's, yelling at me screaming at me wisecracking at me no I won't I mean the whole deal and I and after about 10 minutes of it I I wow. lost it I did and I slapped her across the face and I regretted it you know immediately and felt like a horrible parent mm-hmm. immediately and the whole thing and and was we like shaking on the way up to school and I got and she was very upset obviously and she got out of the out of the car and told her teacher yeah that I hit her and I was called to the office with my husband, and told that I needed to get into some parenting classes. Oh mm-hmm. boy! And if that I didn't, they, they were going we to have no to choice but to
0: report. Did you do the parenting classes?
4: No, I didn't go to parenting <laughs> classes, but I did. But I did go into therapy. Uh, for okay. myself, because I felt like, wow, this was uh, a moment where I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have lost it, and that and it frightened me because I, yeah. I was raised when my mom died. I was raised by her sister, who had a bit of a
3: physical physicality.
4: Uh, she just was a rager, yeah. you know, a yeller and a rager. And I kind of, I probably shouldn't say that,
3: but yell you, <sighs> yell you into shape. <sighs>
4: yeah, and that's I a, and, and I found myself me. going that way, and I thought, oh my gosh, I really oh, don't. My mom
0: yelled so much. Oh what? my God, yelling and screaming. Your I'm, mom? Oh, Jesus. Like, out of control. Like, <laughs> yeah. really. Like, I've only heard it once, that level of screaming, and that was in, in the locked unit at Los Asunos. The kind of screaming. <laughs> that kind of
3: screaming. So, you so, both. So, that. So, here. And you do get PTSD from it. You oh, just yeah. kind of go. Oh, yeah. Hey. I, have a tw- oh, I have a 29 year old, and he and I had it Total. out one time. Same thing. He was about 13. Um, he said F you I don't care what you think Mm. somehow that profoundly affected me emotionally it
4: it was the last straw
3: (laughs) and I grabbed him and I put him down on the bed and I said do you care now and then he he, you know I could see this fear in his eyes and I let him up and, and I just walked downstairs and he came downstairs and goes I could call the police right now and you'd go to jail and I was like this is the world we live in the entitled you know child you know, 10. Yeah. A thirteen year old would put their p- oh, yeah, parent sure. in jail. Oh, yeah. I, oh,
0: yeah. I I it has it's a double edge. I, I like that on one hand for the kids that are really being abused. For the they kids never
3: that, do it though, do they?
0: Well that's interesting. The ones that are really being abused don't. Isn't that interesting?
3: <laughs> my daughter
4: threatened that once and we were in the car when she threatened it. And she was flipping out and she was she opened her car door on the freeway and I went Oh yeah. Oh this not this good. is not good and no. and my oh, husband's screaming at her and they're screaming and I went I'm going to just drive to a police station yeah. right now and I'm I'm done and I they came out and they explained to her that she had no right. Wow! Great to be behaving the way she was. She still didn't believe them. See, you don't they like the could get sued for you that. <laughs> you don't like the
0: police, Bob? There you go. Huh? Hey,
4: but it got me off the <laughs> highway. All right, you yeah, guys,
0: it. we got to wrap this up. This has been a uh, very interesting podcast, very different Owen than we normally get into, which is good. No, I like that. Fun. We like to We like it. it's, it's about this life, and then, so we like getting into different stuff. And you've uh, inspired us into weird stuff and in weird stuff. I mean, oh, weird God. for No, no, no. I mean, weird for this podcast thus far but also your mom's thing inspired it too and i'm sure we'll keep talking about that a little bit because that's not going away
3: it's not going away
0: and uh so if anyone has any issues about parenting we'd love to hear about that at the uh, doctor.com or at this life podcast.com
3: every Give parent us. loses it yeah, at course. one time no or one's another. perfect of course no one's perfect why are we held to a perfect standard
0: uh, but you can get to bob on twitter at ask bob forrest at ask bob forrest and also don't forget at first lady of love susan pinsky she's our engineer nate uh, let's see. You can check T- Susan's Twitter out at, at This Life Podcast. You can uh, actually what email? Well, you you're right there. You give the email post. <laughs> Come on now. Speak. Yeah. Okay. So I'm no good at this.
1: Well, we read the questions from Drew dot com slash contact. So okay. this is where we're getting our our callers or our emails emails. Uh, Tell us if you want to be on the show. A lot of people send us emails, but they don't want to be on the show. So, That's right. But, you know, we like to read the good ones, and you can always tweet me at <laughs> This Life Podcast and let us know that you have sent an email and you're interested on be- in asking questions. Uh, we don't have a telephone line yet. We've been working on it, but at t is a real pain and in the And you
0: support people who support this podcast, and also a reminder for Owen, The Barab Saul Show, uh, you can check it out. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Uh, get it at iTunes. Also in Chicago. Do we know the what, the station yet?
4: You know, I don't. But um, it's, did you say it was an urban
0: station or was I, you it know? Seoul's I'm station? really not entirely
4: okay. sure. But it's it's Rob Saul.
0: Go. What did I say?
4: I think he said Rob.
0: Oh, okay, but, <laughs> well, but I don't think they I, I don't think they'll well, find I, him. I have terrible. Uh-oh. The terrible... Uh, and, I,
4: and I'm on Twitter, too. Oh, I'm, good. I'm Owen Elliott 1967. Cool. Owen which is Elliott. a great year. That's right up the top. I that one. But I missed also, that one. we have a Facebook page, page now. Oh, good. What month were you born and in? It's getting it's April getting I was busy. born six weeks before Monterey Pop. Oh, Ooh, interesting.
1: So if you if you want to just contact us on the Facebook page... What's the name of the Facebook? At This Life Podcast. That's the Facebook, Facebook page.
0: Uh, also, again, you, uh, the PBS pledge drive coming up end of August to commemorate the moms and the moms awesome. 50th anniversary and you want to go if you want to hear uh, Owen's show it's listen.robsaul, r-o-b-s-a-u-l Robsaul.com. check it out there and uh, again the Twitter handle is Owen Elliot
4: 1967
0: excellent and uh, great year and we'll see you next time
3: it was bye bye
2: down mountains to climb but i find that roll down if you must